All right, episode three, the day is finally here. It came sooner than we thought, I think. People can't believe it. I've been reading the comments, and the people have gone wild. <laughs> I'm, I'm predicting. Everyone <laughs> is dying to know yeah. what does producer Ram Dog look like? Yeah. You know? They're 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 blowing up the they're blowing up the reviews the the comments the they're yeah they're clamoring for it and so uh, you know we give the people what they want yeah partially uh, we where we did blur my face out completely you are gonna have to join <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna have to join bait and switch actually we pulled on you you have to join Nic- uh, Nicole's uh, Patreon honestly right now. with the stuff we talked about you probably should blur out your I face. really should there's a couple moments in that episode where I literally was like this is not gonna be something that I'm uh, proud to have said into a microphone <laughs> we're gonna ever. have a voice changer <laughs> over here I'm just gonna be fully exposed yeah, um, you know what you've, you've decided physically to, and yeah. uh, you know but uh, it was fun it was fun we had a lot of technical difficulties I'm not gonna lie it was, uh, it was hard there's some there's gonna be some video cutouts yeah you know uh, there's gonna be a big chunk of it that is gone forever mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll somehow try and make the video be something um but yeah it's gone forever and uh we're sorry about that because it was great and uh (laughs) which i think we say several times throughout the it'll just be the legend of the the cut 10 minutes from the third episode i'll come back and we'll do a fresh non-interrupted version and people will want to come back once they hear how good our fucked up version of the episode was i do I do like the idea of just having a rumored cut 10 minutes. That was just the yeah. best 10 minutes of podcasting yeah. anyone has ever heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just lost forever. And we have like and, in the future, we have like got sound guard, uh, sound card guys who are like trying yeah. to figure out how to like pull out this 10 minutes. There's people who claim that they've seen it and heard it like yeah. Bigfoot. You For know? sure. <laughs> I remember I used to pretend that I, I had heard uh, Blink 182's first. I think it was they had like a demo called. Uh, strings or something I was really big into Blink-182 when I was younger sure we but all I, were I'd never heard it before but I definitely like pretended I had heard it before <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is like way pre-internet so there was no way I could have heard it yeah no I mean I, I think we were all like that we I, I feel like maybe not all of us but I, I feel like I was a giant liar when I was a child like Jeez. we all just wanted to like fit in and yeah. be cool yeah. and like we didn't realize when we were kids that like you know it's pretty easy to find out when someone's lying especially when you're a dumb kid yeah but like yeah I told a bunch of lies just to either like be cool or dramatic or yeah. like uh you know but and it's hard to not it's honestly it's like if I do end up having kids uh which in this episode I think the answer is no. pretty clear um I would probably tell I would have a tough time with with telling them about lying and how to deal with lying because it works yeah. lying does make you cooler it does that's and what, you know every time folks and people generally forgive you for it because like i honestly have friends that i've been friend. i have a friend that i've been friends with since second grade and i'm sure i told her some stuff that she now realizes is not true and she's still friends with me yeah. so you yeah. know they pre- they learn to appreciate it about you she <laughs> she uh, i'm not i'm not i'm not that person anymore but you know you go back to like fourth grade nicole she she had some she had, she had some, a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. We'll just say that. She had some pretty big lie. I think I I think I might have like brought um like a stuffed animal to school and tried to pretend it was real. 
you know oh uh, i i bought i brought i remember bringing much, one much of my that's a lie or just insanity yeah i remember <laughs> this is my friend um i i remember bringing one of my like parents old phones like that didn't like when they got a new phone and they just had like an old phone that didn't work anymore i uh, i brought it to school to make people think i had a cell phone that's that i can I, and they I were like it. turn it on and i'd be like oh uh, oh it's dead uh, i can't sorry like, <laughs> that, that oh it just turned on for a second you didn't see it but it was cool <laughs> somebody who told me that they're holding a stuffed animal and they're telling me that it's real i would if i was in elementary school i would be would much rather sit next to an active shooter <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's probably the same thing that's somebody who's like no it's alive I mean, it's I clearly mean, not though <laughs> honestly child child nicole had some issues i listen Ram, little ram dog had a lot of issues no judgment yeah um anyway so we go over a lot of them but not all of them not nearly all of them so uh yeah uh we did lose that 10 minutes uh but it's fine the rest of the episode was super fun uh we talked about a lot of stuff uh this is very descriptive uh <laughs> this is very descriptive of the podcast it was fun we talk about a lot of stuff <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's all point. you're gonna get you know why would i ruin the punchline before it happens yeah, yeah, yeah. you know just enjoy um, the episode enjoy the episode uh you're gonna see ramsey's face and uh here it is episode three hot dummies everything hurts everything hurts fucking life sucks everything hurts so where, do we know where it stopped we know it stopped exactly at 10 minutes all right well let's take a deep breath <laughs> so let's settle into it what happened was frustrating yeah okay I stopped recording. They probably missed. I don't know. We don't know, but let's just kind of recap what was likely missed in the in the previous session. Well, I yeah, I don't know. We had pedophile uh, pedophiles are you know victims. <laughs> Dude, well, not I don't want to say victims, but you know what I mean. I want. Oh, I but want probably. If there's something we can do with the sound on the video. Yeah, we'll figure. If we can figure something, we'll we'll put it up. But if not. It'll just be a piece of history that you and I got to live <laughs> that I thought was, we are recording now. Yeah. No, no. But, but I mean, Effie was here the whole time. He heard the beauty of it. So he did, he, yeah. that's, you know, it'll be I, a moment between the three of us. I can see why the drama just pulled him into the podcast. No matter how hard <laughs> he didn't want to be in it. He's like, I need to know. <clears throat> no, we're good now. Thankfully. Uh, look, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You guys missed, um, <laughs> Yeah, you guys missed a great conversation. It's great. By the way, this is a good idea for I, we could just do this every week. Is we could pretend that they missed a really good conversation, <laughs> and just pitch it like they they missed it. But you guys should still listen because next week it might happen. Yeah. Technical. Uh, this technical stuff. We were actually talking about it before, as I was setting everything up. Is uh, going to uh, be the death of me. Yeah. Because oh. it's just like everything is always updating and changing and doing whatever and. You know, I feel like it's kind of like in general, I was talking with a friend yesterday about uh, just the maintenance that life takes in general, like just what you got to do every day. Just like you got to fucking shower and you got to fucking like just all the things that you have to do. And there's a just live just to the bare minimum. It's so much maintenance. And I feel like it's the same with this kind of shit, too. Yes. And and just like in in the thing. The thing that sucks a lot about the way that life works that way is that you have to do so much shit and then every year 
all of that shit is getting just a little bit harder because there's one more thing. Like if you were a comic five years ago, it was just like Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. And that's that, folks. Like, hey, if you have if you have a YouTube channel and you want to review fish or whatever you're into, and but that's but like those are the only two. And now it's like it's it's actually an insane thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you don't have to. But there's this mounting pressure always on you as a human being to adopt the next whatever horse shit. You right. Know? And it's the same with just like getting older in general. Like the older you get, the more you're like, yeah, you got to like do skincare if you don't want your skin to sag and you have to like take more and more medications and shit to make sure that you're not in pain all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's, I was, I talk, I've been talking a lot. I've been uh, obsessing over uh, the idea of the metaverse. So are you, are you like at all privy to that? I have no idea what the, me- I've, I've heard it said so many times yeah. and I have no idea what it is. Ultimately what it is. And by the way, this is all I wanted to do is I wanted to turn this into a metaverse podcast. Good. I wanted to twist my own arm into telling you what the metaverse yeah. was. <laughs> you guys, you guys missed pedophiles and, and, uh, and yeah, you, you missed know, the really, really intellectual riffs, stuff. But now we're going to do metaverse. Sadly, <laughs> we're gonna do me- the thinking stuff, <laughs> you missed the real, you know, high end stuff. Um, <clears throat> no, but so the metaverse is basically, uh, just like the third version of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about the internet right now, it's like there was one version of the internet where it was like AOL and mm-hmm. you just like you log in and you just kind of like read things. And then there was another version, which is like the social media. You get to edit the internet. The next version they think is like a uh, like a augmented reality. You put on like glasses. You know, the Google, you remember Google yeah, glasses. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't that kind of already exist? But yes. It, was shitty. it failed miserably. Yeah. And sometimes things happen where like we're not ready we're not ready for it as a society like the internet failed a couple of times before it exploded you know what i mean yeah it, it wasn't until like social media showed everybody how you could get it all profitable which is of course what, what fucking is ruining life for everybody but um so the metaverse is like what they want to do is they want to basically uh, apple wants to put everybody in a world where within the next 10 to 20 years no cell phones we all have glasses and the glasses are regularly telling us things about the other person, the world. They're giving us all this information. And people right now, the big debate is like, well, why would I put those? I would just I'll opt out of those glasses. Yeah. But they will make them like they will make them advan- the, they will make them to your advantage if you wear them. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like at some point. People who choose to wear them are just going to be better than you because they have more information than you and they have more things that they can do. You know what I mean? It's like saying like, hey, I'm going to opt out of social media. It's like, great. Well, people who've chosen to use TikTok are going to have a million followers and you're going to have zero followers. Like, where's the benefit in that, you know, for you? How rich do you think you'll have to be to have that, though? That's like, like asking about, the, but that's like me saying like, you're going to be able to have this computer in your pocket and you're going to be able to do all this stuff. If I said that to you like, you know, 40 years ago, you'd, right. you'd think the same thing. You'd yeah. go, ah, if you were a millionaire, but yeah. we'll enslave some South American country or whatever <laughs> and take all the resources that we need to put into the phones and it'll happen and it'll get cheap. That's what happened with phones. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. We're, uh, you know, 
you know, we're really doing the worst to children. Can you tell them in a... We're going um, <laughs> to make the children make our iPhones, yeah. make our metaverse, yeah, um, and also use them to lure in uh, pedophiles we're gonna use, on YouTube channels. We're going to use children to probably make child sex dolls, I guarantee you, at some point. You know what? That's a really good idea. Well, that's... It's on well, board. No, oh, wait. Uh, no, no. I don't mean no. using... <laughs> using yeah. the children no no no. i got hold on let me let me timestamp that one that'll be the clip for this episode <laughs> and don't don't even don't just cut it off after i say it don't even let me be like <laughs> no, no no that's I not do. what i mean <laughs> no uh <laughs> it's, it's a good idea to have child sex dolls yeah i well I, i'm all for it yeah yeah because it look in concept it sounds awful yeah but it's doing a, a a huge service. Yeah, you know. Plus, you get to fuck a child sex doll <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. I feel like people who aren't even pedophiles would do it just to be like, well, I mean, well, I'm, a, I'm a traveling businessman. I'm not going to bring another full size <laughs> sex. <of> the- <laughs> it's not a child sex doll. It's, it's a travel it, size. It's, it's I gotta. <laughs> I wanted to have something that was a carry-on, and it was if I check it. It'll oh be my weird. god! <laughs> <laughs> You'll have it's to understand. So funny. No, I really, I do think that is how that is how it should be pitched because no one ever is ever going to go for. Hear me out, child sex dolls. Like no company is going to be like, yes, yeah. we are going to travel size sex dolls. Travel size sex dolls is is our. Is, is, <laughs> to be honest with you, might be. We may have to end this podcast to pursue that full time as Travel an organization. Travel size sex dolls with very flat chests. <laughs> very flat <And> chests. <laughs> yeah. Well, you because know, they have to be flat enough to yeah. you know, sold separately is what we'll say. We'll do a <laughs> wink. <laughs> <laughs> Developed parts sold separately, and then we are um, solving the world's problems on this podcast. Yeah, starting with pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we listen. It's. It's only taken 43 minutes of this at first of this episode here, but you know, we can keep going. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, we lost a lot of it, but it's okay. Yeah. I, uh, I do think that travel size sex, sex dolls are, a, <laughs> do people even do a lot of people even have regular sex dolls right now? Not yet. So <clears throat> I'm a big, I, I love Alibaba.com. It's one of, it's the, the Chinese eBay. I, um, actually, at one point when I was like, I'm going to get into the stock market and you <laughs> can yeah. do it like right from your phone. Yeah, of course. And I just like, I just like Googled like, what should I invest my money in? Mm-hmm. And one of them was Alibaba. Alibaba. And I just liked the name. And so I was like, hell yeah. And I, I invested in Alibaba stock. And then I pulled out because I got scared. Oh, well, <laughs> you, you made a mistake. I mean, well, listen, you, you, you can always get into the stock market. I was, by the way, way into the stock market over the pandemic. Every, like, Do you have Alibaba stock? Uh, you know what? No Alibaba stock. I, was, I got super into te- – I just bought a bunch of Tesla stock. I would just throw all my money into Tesla. I was like, is that my phone going off? Someone's phone. It's mine. Um, but, yeah, I went crazy. Anything a drug addict could get into, I could get into. And I was, like, totally looking at it. Like, I really was going crazy over it. That and, like, cryptocurrency. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I was, yeah. It's the same part of your brain where you're like, I just want to, like, consume. That's the thing about, like, the ADD brain. It's like you need yeah. to have, like, a super highly pleasurable activity that you're always, like, pursuing. Yeah, well, and not knowing, like, it just produces the... Because I was told... <clears throat> because, like, I you know, had depression, whatever. I was put on SSRIs and all this stuff. And then 
when they diagnosed me with ADD, they're like, oh, that makes sense. It's not just serotonin. You're missing dopamine. Yeah. And so like people with ADD, like they're missing dopamine. And, and like, yeah. that's what that provides that like, and that's why people with ADD will often like pursue kind of risky, dangerous uh, things mm -hmm. because it, it gets those dopamine uh you know get you firing juiced because oh. we don't have enough you know? oh, i'm all day long trying to juice that dopamine uh yeah and and you know what's what also sucks is a lot as there's also the like the the depression and add like venn diagram at some point uh people who are really stricken with add uh because their sh their life is such a fucking mess because they can't get anything right, they yeah. become very depressed. Yeah. And now you have a different problem. And then sometimes they show up to the doctors and they go, I'm depressed. And the doctor goes, here's Prozac. But then they get worse because they're like, I I'm still not able to do the shit. Yeah. And now I'm just like fucking on this thing and I'm all fucked up. And now I can't come. Now I can't organize anything oh. and I can't come. Yeah. Been there. I've been there with Prozac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. nothing will make you more depressed faster than not being able to come. I wanted to like keep, I want to, if it, I just want to be clear to the, to anybody <laughs> watching the video that over. if you catch me looking here, it's not because I'm like autistic and can't look, uh, <laughs> look you in the eyes. Uh, but it's, it's that I'm looking at this. Uh, do you, uh, do you hate the way that we, what do we do with the word autistic? I feel like it, people, like, it lost all of its meaning. It did. Well, I, I think comics use it a lot because we're we're like something's wrong with us and like we can't pinpoint exactly what it is we know that like things there's certain things that are harder for us that aren't as hard for other people and then there's certain things that are easier for us that isn't as easy for other people so we're like oh autism because that's just such a broad spectrum the other day i uh i was telling somebody that i saw telling somebody the difference between uh bumblebees well, there's bumblebees. There's, <laughs> I, I watched a video. There's leather jackets or whatever. I, I was like watching a, a a YouTube video on like the different kinds of bees. You know, like, uh -huh. it was just it just came up. Technology is honestly kind of ruining my life a little bit. It's ruining all of our lives. You go down some weird rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah, but it's because I choose to do that instead of the things that I should be doing. Right? It's yeah. like a it's a drug, you know. Yeah. Um, but I was telling somebody like. Just, I literally said two things. I was like, you know, if they're super hairy or whatever, that's a bumblebee. That's actually what you're hearing is the bumbling. And if they're not, they're this other kind of bee. Yeah. And he was like, oh, what are you, autistic now? And I thought, well, like, where is life gone to where if you can recite two facts in a row, you're like, you're all of a sudden, you're autistic. <laughs> oh, man, you know things about stuff. Yeah, it's like, what happened? Like, Jesus, dude. Uh, yeah, it, it, used to only, it used to only pertain to trains. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's like if you know now two facts anything. in a row, you ob obviously something is wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, I mean, I don't think you're wasting your life because now you know things about bees. I know, I know way more about bees than probably and most people. How to catch a pedophile? Oh, so easy. There's and this app probably called the Whisper how to app. Behead a man. I can I can tell you how to behead a man. It's I've not as easy as you think it's going to be. You use the Whisper app? I've heard of it. It used to, uh, Whisper Man. I said Whisper Man. <laughs> uh, no, I've heard of the Whisper app because like it used to be advertised on Facebook or whatever a lot. Yeah. And I I didn't really get what it was. It, I just think I thought it was like anonymous people confessing 
secrets yeah. is that what it is no apparently it's just like a it's like a hot hookup site for for pedophiles that's where they all go oh so although all the pedophile hunters whether it's dad against dads against predators or you know pop squad i know all the different names by the way um or predator poachers uh they all use the whisper app and they link up with guys and then they you know they all right i i i do have to draw the line at at giving a guidebook (laughs) (laughs) to how to be a pedophile it's a good point it's a good point there's this app you guys and (laughs) And you're right i'm not gonna give that away for free you have to buy my ebook for that <laughs> on the Patreon. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> we'll put that behind the paywall if you. <laughs> it's a 16-page PDF that's gonna change your life. <laughs> I remember I did one time go down a rabbit hole of like <laughs> I literally when I was young, like I, I'm talking high school. I went down an internet rabbit hole of like I really considered buying a pickup artist ebook. <laughs> I. I but earnestly wanted to use it. Considered you bought it, you bought it. Well, basically, what do you mean? You mean you, I like you? The, the, did you bought it? Oh no, I. You're did. saying you considered it, but you bought I, it. No, 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 no. Okay. Hear me out. And the only, and I want to say this: the only thing that kept me away from it was at the time, thirty-four dollars meant a lot more to me. Like at the time, <laughs> it was at a time in my life where thirty-four dollars was actually kind of challenging for me to like keep in my right. bank account. It's not too dissimilar right now, to be honest with you, but... You do seem like the kind of person that could somehow, like, rip an audiobook off of something for free. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I used to be that guy. Now I'm very scared of it. Uh-huh. I won't... When... We, I used to live in the house with uh, Connor. One time, like, we had our entire internet shut off because, like... <laughs> like we got like a, a, a and we all got an email sent to us that was like you're violating you know whatever internet copyright blah 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 like we're gonna shut your internet off for Did a week. Did you guys go on the dark web? We didn't. Connor downloaded Jackass Four or something like like some oh, okay. like hilarious reason. Because I've gone on the dark web with Connor. Can I say that on? on yeah, no, will we get web, arrested for that. The dark web doesn't mean <laughs> the dark web only means. I was just so curious. Internet that's not Google. Not everything on the dark web is bad. It's just Google is is only a very small part of the internet. That's what's fucking wild about anything the shit. that's not Google is the dark web. Exactly. If you can't find it on Google, it's in the dark web. That's that's uh. th- that's essentially how you divide the internet. And ninety nine percent of the internet is dark web. Only one percent of it is really. Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. You can only find one percent of everything on Google. Yeah, and by the way, this could also be something. There's that, so much on Google. This could be something that a homeless man one time said to me, and I just sort of <laughs> internalized it. <laughs> you just take things. You're like, I heard it one time, so now I'm 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 saying it as fact. I have to remember. We this. don't even know if bumblebees are actually furry. <laughs> I really have to uh, state this uh, uh, multiple times: is that because of my background. First of all, there's a gen- I, like I have a genetic, um, as you know, I'm Palestinian, but like I just, I love a, an almost like religious conviction to something, and yeah. I will buy it, and I look for it a little bit because it was something that was, you know, I was a kid, so my dad was that was my source of security was a guy who was just like that. So if you come at me with some religious conviction on something, I will not even think about fact checking you. I will just believe you. Wow. So many things in you'd life. Be, you'd be perfect for a cult. Yeah. Well, the the problem is, is I'm too much of an asshole still to. This is what I'm. This is what I'm you struggling with. You get kicked with. out of the cult. You get kicked out of the cult. Yeah, I'd yeah. have too much of a self sabotaging sort of thing, or I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't yeah. let myself be happy in the cult. Right. That's the problem. 
You got to be happy. In the cult is fine. <laughs> it's the part where I where in the cult I would realize like you know what this isn't everything. You know it's that that that's the part that 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 you know you, you struggle with. You're like I'm just not feeling fulfilled. Yeah, exactly. I'm like you know when's what? the part where you tell us to kill ourselves. <laughs> It's the best. That's the only reason I would join the cult is to, yeah, is to do that. Just because you need someone to tell you to do it? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think I could. Have, you know what? I don't even think I could. I could never, I can't even ever picture myself getting into that space. That's how you know it's such a fucking fucked up state of mind. Yeah. Although I actually have Googled the best way to kill yourself. I think, you know, I think everyone's probably Googled that. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But I think if like if you ask 95% of people if they're being honest has googled it just purely out of curiosity if mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. And also or just like to be like, you know, cuz everyone has had like I, I don't want to speak in generalizations and say everyone, but I feel like ideations are like a very common thing. Yeah. And um you know, I think that People think like, well, if I were to ever do it, how could I do it painlessly? Or, you know, how could I do it the quickest or the because the 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 fear is you try, you fail and then you're like paralyzed for life or something. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, the other thing for me as well is that I want to also I also want to have a plan if I do do it. So. I don't want to, you know, when the worst time to start planning is when you're suicidal because you're just not going to be in the right. You want to have a clear. You are not in the right. Head, you're going to be dramatic why, about that's it. That's why people have some like whack ass suicide stories, you know, like even mine, like I took a bunch of pills and, and, and cough syrup and then like I was drinking wine. So I'm drinking like skinny girl Moscato. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm still counting calories. Uh, yeah, you know, you don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a fat. You don't want to be fat and, and, and dead. dead. Yeah, yeah, you want to have. You want to be ripped. But uh, the video just died. Fuck. It just, just happened now. though. It just happened because I was just looking at it two seconds ago. Okay. Um, do you want to finish this story and then I can reload the the camera and we'll just have no 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 video for this <laughs> three seconds? Sure. Yeah. Uh, what was my story? Oh, I'm just saying like that's why people just have like terrible uh suicide stories like i know someone who tried to like drop a rock on their head uh yeah. like it's like because you get fucking in the wily coyote you get in the wrong space you're like you're you're just you're not even like yourself at that point you're just like um yeah i need to do something you know and uh yeah so i i do think it's hard because when you're when you to make a, a solid plan you got to be in a yeah, you gotta you gotta really be in a good headspace. The I think they're I don't know if it's the Danish or it's one of the European countries that that people think is better than America, but it's just it's just not. It's a different thing. You know what I mean? They they do an assisted suicide, and I think I was reading that they said that the most painless way to do it is uh, with a plastic bag over your head and with uh, helium. Apparently, it's very painless. Ah, but your scream. But I guess your 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 final screams for help will be hilarious. That's kind of cool too. <laughs> I mean, would you be screaming for help though? I think you instinctively do. Yeah, you've seen yeah. those. Do- We've all seen the documentaries, right? Because your body like wants to live. What really keeps me, and I'm, I'm very. Everybody should not be suicidal, and if they, if they are, obviously, you know, uh, what a horrible life. You're, that documentary where that where the dudes, I think it was mainly men who jumped off the bridge mm-hmm. and they all regretted it basically. Oh no, uh, was it not all those guys? There was 
some movie where they were interviewing somebody who jumped off the bridge and survived uh, the the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. And and just hearing the uh, him be like my absolute first thought the second my legs left was like you know I regret it. I just sort of know that's gonna be me. I just know it is. There was a poem and you're gonna laugh at me, but it was on BoJack Horseman. <laughs> uh huh. Like I think it was like the last episode or maybe the second to last episode. Um, and it's called the view from halfway down and I like wrote it down and like had it in my room for a long time just as kind of a reminder and it's just it's this whole poem and it's it's about like that feeling and it's like so sad and so like uh emotional and uh it made me cry and uh yeah I felt that feeling about something way less and it's and just feeling like I felt that way when I started watching a movie. What movie did I see recently? I was watching a movie recently and within the first like 10 minutes, you're like, fuck, I'm going to be here. Oh, it was Don't Look Up. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that yet. I started I watching it and good. I realized 15 minutes in, like, I'm going to be here for three hours. Like, this is a fucking rough one to watch or whatever. Yeah. That regret <laughs> bothers me a lot. <laughs> the way I felt in that moment. So I can only imagine the moment of jumping off of a bridge and going like, fuck, like, <laughs> You're like, I've committed to this. I feel, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, like, I feel like uh, I'm never going to be able to successfully commit suicide because of uh, my commitment issues. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I feel the same way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... That's rough. You it's, know? it's a lot of commitment. It's hard yeah. for me. We were talking about getting a puppy. I was like, that's a lot. You know, that's that's going to be a big commitment. So to commit to suicide, that's like. Puppies are so. You got to be in a bad place. You really got to be in a bad place. You Both really to do. commit to a puppy. And uh, I feel like a lot of people during the pandemic were like, I'm going to get a puppy. Oh, yeah. And it's because they were just like in such a terrible place that they're like, I need to like pour all of my. You know, sadness onto another being. (laughs) I have such the, you know, that's so, but that's an interesting mindset. I I respect that mindset. I wish, like, the the idea that, like, I'm going to take on that much more. Like, I'm going to, like, love something. I'm going to care for something, you know. Yeah, some people have that. Or I think a lot of women have, are supposed to have that. I feel like I don't, and I should, but I, I, like, I, but, like, they they feel better when they're taking care of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I felt like the pandemic, I was looking to let go of as much as possible. Like, during the pandemic, I could have killed either of my brothers, no problem. Like, instead of, like, getting a puppy, I would have been happier getting rid of somebody in my family, just gone forever. Yeah. Just less, one less thing to love versus one more thing too right yeah do you want me to turn the camera on by the way now oh yeah that'd be good i wanted to pick a really depressing note to to move on before (laughs) before (laughs) i turn the camera on hang on it was perfect that we were talking about suicide and and then the the camera's just in complete darkness it's perfect See, this is the problem when your producer is also your guest is uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's harder for you to keep an eye on things. I'm going to people who listen to this are going to be like, that dude is insane because I seem so scatterbrained. But it's literally because my my uh, the two hemispheres of my brain uh, are currently being engaged at the exact same time where it's like. Comedy is like left side. And then like looking at all this shit is so right that my I'm having like a meltdown a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I can tell it's, 
And it's that's why, like, every time uh, we're laughing and having a good time, it's like, no, we're cutting off yeah. now because uh, I have to look. That's why, I like, I'm anytime somebody says something funny now, I like panic because I go, <gasps> "What is it on?" Okay, it's on <laughs> yeah, uh, we're here. We're here for you. We're here for your meltdown. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm I'm okay with meltdowns now. I'm like, whatever, just have them. I've made it a brand. <laughs> just honestly. do it. Yeah. Well, not so much anymore. It's it's crazy. I think about um, uh, like a few years ago, maybe like five years ago, um, when I was just very uh, openly crazy mm-hmm. and <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah. not crazy, depressed, very openly depressed. No, no, no. Crazy was right. You just you, you nailed it. I well, I mean, <laughs> okay. like there was a point where like I like disappeared and the police were called because yeah. people were like, Nicole's going to kill herself. And like, that's the <laughs> reputation I had was if we can't find Nicole for two hours, yeah, then we need to call the police. That's not, you're right. That's not good. That was not good. I remember when that happened, some people came to me obviously cause, uh, our house generally was like a a very Nicole friendly area, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, but when someone mentioned it to me, it's like, this is how crazy I am that I was like, yeah, what? So sometimes you want to disappear for four hours and go, you know, and be off the grid. I mean, that's really what it was. Like, I I was looking at it as a crazy, as a fellow crazy where I was like, it's totally fine. Sometimes you just want to go sit under a bridge and cry for a minute and you don't want anyone to see contemplate jumping into traffic, but not actually do it. Yeah. It's like if, if you're going to hold somebody's super dramatic tweet, you know, that they're gonna, that they're sick of it all and they're sorry. And the fact that they turn their phone off, you're going to hold that all against them. It's like, what, what does this country even become anymore? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, it was, uh, it was a lot. I was very dramatic. Yeah. Um, during that time in my life also, but, um, you know, we live for the drama. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the motto. We live for the drama. <laughs> it's, uh, but, uh, not I'm, to be confused with TNT. We, that who knows the drama, we live for the drama. And I, and I don't want you guys to think that I'm not open with everyone anymore. You know, trust me, if I'm suicidal, I will let you all know. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll make it the final episode of this podcast will be my suicide note. Yeah. And then we'll have I, I stay vulnerable with the fans, yeah. I promise. Yeah, um yeah. but it was at a time in my life where I was like extra, you know, crazy and depressed and also had no you know what? I don't think I'm less depressed. I don't think I'm less crazy. I think I just, as you get older, you just have better coping skills. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like, I just had zero coping skills at 22. Yeah. um, Because who does, you know? Nobody does. Unless you were like forced very, very young to like become like people. There are people who were, are, and it's sad, don't have a childhood because they're forced very early on to be all, an adult all but of even my most, then you don't have good coping skills because you were forced way too young to be an adult yeah there's there's you know there's different types of coping skills for sure yeah but you know nobody nobody i think fully knows how to cope with anything or or deal with anything when they're 23 24 it's just a matter of how bad were you fucked with those first 24 and some people you go like they're fine because they weren't fucked with all that much. So when they when they were really emotionally stupid, they weren't putting themselves in like crazy, dangerous places, yeah. you know? I started comedy. Yeah. When I you're... started comedy, had my first heartbreak, everything all at once, kind of 
publicly. <laughs> oh, really? Well, just like in... in, that, in that, that was your like break, your your first, uh, I mean, was that your first depressive spell? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, no. No, that wasn't my first, I mean, uh, it was my first, uh, I had my first heartbreak during that time. Okay. I had my first, uh, no, I, I was I was super depressed in, in college before I started comedy, uh, leading into starting comedy. Um, also, just when I started, I'm learning that it might be, very hormonal because it was when i was 14 when i started going through puberty that it really started so yeah yeah crazy all stuff out of your hands that you would have had no idea yeah and but i i do think that uh yeah when i was 22 i just i i started comedy and which is a lot and and also just like living by myself for the first time yeah, going through my first heartbreak. I was a late bloomer. I lost mm. my virginity very late. I had my first heartbreak very late. Uh, and yeah, it all kind of happened at once while being depressed, while I hadn't figured out my medication yet. I was on antidepressants, but not the right ones. Yeah, oh, that's always a fucking mess, too. Oh, I was on the wrong ones. I went I went and like Googled the ones I was on. They were like a new medication. Mm-hmm. And here's what's like fucked up about doctors. <laughs> like, is like... They, I think they like, uh, you know, they're, they're like sold, like they have those hot, hot pharmaceutical reps, right? Yeah. That like, Oh, I wanted that. I honestly wanted that job so badly for a little while as an adult. You gotta be a hot girl. Well, I think that's like a, yeah, that's, but that's the hot of, girl job. A lot of, a lot of, you know, hot female doctors. Now this is the, tw- like, this is 2022, Nicole, that's, you gotta get your shit together <laughs> right now. There's right. tons of hot chicks that are doctors. And honestly, some not so hot chicks, and they're gonna need lover boys too. That's true. That could yeah. be me, that coming in you. selling Valtrax or whatever. Yeah, being charming, <laughs> charming the the lady doctors. I could do like if you if there were some older lady doctors, I could charm them. Like oh, I'm sure you could. You know, yeah. like sixties and seventies. Oh, Ramsey, you could fully you could full on charm a twenty five year old hot doctor. Yeah, but I wouldn't go for it in a when it, when they're in their sixties. I feel no pressure. I feel right. no like. So I'm like, I'm crushing it. But right. if they're under, I my, that's my age limit, by the way, on Tinder, 59. That's where I, where I said it to. If they're the under 59, I feel sexual pressure. <laughs> because, because you could potentially have Because it could potentially, them. yeah, it could potentially get there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I respect that. You would have sex with a 59-year-old woman. In a mean, 59-year-old women look great these days. Oh, 59-year-olds? They look awesome. Yeah. They're looking great. I Listen. In a few years, I may uh, uh, reach a place where I'm mature enough to say, "Yeah, uh, even a 65-year-old woman." But right now, that's where my that's where I'm at. Yeah, you could troll the retirement home. <laughs> yeah, you dude. could become a volunteer. I could be one of those volunteers that we talked about. I don't remember if that part was even recorded oh, God, uh, when we talked about that. But figured, um, that was gold too. God damn it! <laughs> Ooh, life is so unfair. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they they have the the pharmaceutical reps who are like, here, do this medication. Yeah. So then they push that medication. She had like samples of this medication. It was a brand new medication, mm-hmm. and it was so expensive. I remember I had insurance at the time, and it was still eighty dollars. Uh, whereas like Prozac with insurance is free. Yeah. So like this medication was expensive as fuck. It was new. Um, she had a bunch of samples of it. So it like for sure was just like being pushed in general. I never really did any research on it. I just kind of like was like, well, it's a psychiatrist. It was my first, you know, 
uh, it was my first jaunt with the psychiatrist. So I was like, they know what they're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like I just took them without like, you know, even thinking about it. And then later on after I, you know, uh, tried to kill myself, I looked up the reviews for it and like all of it was like, do not take this. It like, it made things worse. I never felt suicidal before I felt suicidal afterwards. Like after I took it, like, I think this medication made me suicidal because I was depressed. I was not suicidal. Here's the thing about those reviews, Nicole, you can't take them too seriously. They were literally written by crazy people. (laughs) (laughs) They were literally written by some of the most insane people on the planet. That's so (laughs) true. It's so funny because my psychiatrist's office does not answer their phone. And like, I want to yell at them because I'm like, you understand that you're dealing with people who, if they don't get the care they need, are going to kill other people or themselves, (laughs) Uh, possibly. Not to, um, you know, make mental health stigma thing. But like, it just, it, it, if you're on a medication and then all of a sudden you run out or whatever, like you're fucked, you know? And so like, I want to yell at them. But then also when I call them, I want to come off as sane as possible because I don't want them to write me off as a crazy person. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? Of course. So you got to be so like-, like, how do I properly yell at them yeah. without com- without them being like, oh, she's just crazy. And now you got to be manipulative and now you're dealing with shit that they're trying. It's like now you're now it's getting even more fucked up. It's yeah. it's, it's listen, it's it's a problem. The issue is that is that it, it is just a relatively new science, like as far yeah. as things go, and people are skeptical of it for that reason. But in reality, is like, you know, forty years in terms of medicine is not that long. No. But for for you know, in in history, it's a blip in time. You know, yeah. so and not to diminish, like, look, medication has done wonders for me. For but sure. you have to be careful. And you, you have know, to like, know that too, right? When you stepped in, like some people try it once and they go, oh, it's not for me or they kill themselves or they, you, you have know. to know it's going to take a while to both, even when you find the right one, it's going to take a while to balance out and like really start working and everything. So, but it's a fucking, it's a nightmare, you know? And like, I, I want to say this because as someone who has like gone through the works with medication and has tried to go off them so many times because I'm like, I don't need this. It feels unfair that you have to take it. Like it. No. For reals? What happened? Wow. Bob Saget Bob has died. Bob Saget died? Wow. That was our, by the way, that was like our George Bush 9-11 moment. You know, when the, when the, <laughs> when the Secret Service came in and he whispered it while he was at the kindergarten. Whoa. Holy shit. I wonder how he, uh, any, any word on how he died? Oh, Holy boy. shit! Yeah, my my boyfriend just sixty five. Holy oh my shit! God. A few more years, I would have fucked him. <laughs> wow! Come on, that was for Bob Saget. But no, no, <laughs> I think he, I think he would have liked it. I think he would have liked that joke. The like his, I, I'll tell you, uh, he was on Historical Roast, which I wrote on, and when when he came into the writers' room, um, he was delightful. By the way, he was like a delightful man, but. Uh, the first thing like we wrote the script specifically for Bob Saget we're like we got to have a couple jokes about like a finger and a butt or something yeah. and he was like I love this it's perfect you yeah. know like yeah. he 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 loves it you know he's he, he's yeah from what i understand was a was a you know a fun dude 
Uh, wow, who, that's really sad. Really sad. My boyfriend just, yeah, he just like walked up <laughs> okay, well, then, and then <laughs> held up a note. <laughs> like he was going to rob us. <laughs> <laughs> like at a bank though, you know, something like that. Somewhere uh, where you would use a note in a robbery. But uh, wow, that yeah. sucks. Well, listen. Breaking news. This is all the more reason this, why this you got to get on. It's going to be released in like a month and yeah. it's going to be old news. Well, yeah, I know. It'll be incredibly, incredibly old news. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be so old. <laughs> Well, they'll know they'll know what what our life was like when it happened yeah r.i.p bob saget yeah i do i do think uh that um he kind of i you know we were talking about this the other day because we were talking about betty white dying and how fucking sad it was mm-hmm. but it's it's and i'm sure bob saget too just like they lived their life all the way up until they died. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like a slow decline, mm-hmm. which is almost like sadder to watch of just like they're not even like there anymore. That's Whereas why people like, do it. Yeah. Bob Saget was fucking his hot wife. Yeah. Up in, that might have been how he died. Yeah. You know, completely, completely. Like, that might have been how his heart gave out. If that's how his heart gave out, fucking his hot wife. I think that that's the best way to close that book. Me too. You know, what if we just read it right now? Because we don't know. What if we just read that he just fucking shot his own heart? <laughs> like, it's so sad. No. Uh, Bob Saget died fucking his hot wife. And that's... Yeah. Uh, that's what we're going to believe. That's what we're going to believe. You know, all we can do in life is choose... Like, you can choose to believe anything. Yeah. If it makes you happy, choose to believe it. As long as it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Choose to believe whatever the fuck you want. It's... Yeah. I kind of... Uh, I'm fully on board with that. The hurting, it's like, that's when it, obviously hurting somebody is when it becomes an issue. I, I have an issue, the Facebook thing, right? Everybody's always like, God, but old guys are going, QAnon is going crazy on Facebook and they have all these opinions. But some part of me feels like Facebook has given them that outlet. You know yeah. what I mean? So they're believing what they believe and they're just sort of like kind of living in that world. Right. And that's not such a bad thing because... Otherwise, these guys, I feel like, would be doing way worse things. <laughs> Here's the thing. I do think that having crazy beliefs like that, it it gives a feeling of, if you're feeling out of control, yeah. it probably gives you a sense of control. You're like, I'm the only one who knows the truth, and yeah. I'm going to like dive into it. Yeah. And that give, gives you a sense of just control when the world doesn't make sense. And we were saying this earlier, just the hardest part of being alive is just like the fucking world doesn't make sense and there's nothing you can do about anything and so like having that sense of control of like no i know the truth and if i can get the truth out to everybody else then they'll know the truth and then the world will be solved you know or whatever um so like as again as long as it's not hurting anybody um let people have crazy beliefs yeah it's like when they stormed the capitol they killed one guy (laughs) (laughs) I could argue that that honestly if you looked at the statistics that's about as many people as usually die around there I mean, um, I guess it depends on who this guy was like, you know, I think it was actually a young a a woman Ashley Babbitt I think it was a lady. So, you know, you know, she was doing some crazy shit. Yeah No, I mean, I I'd feel better if it was a guy I feel like if if it was a guy it's more likely that um, hear me out This is my why I think she was doing some crazy shit you're at a capital, you're, you're a police officer, you have a gun, you're surrounded by just giant, insane people, all of which who look insanely threatening, and the person you killed was her. I feel like that means that she was doing something that was way more <laughs> threatening than 
you know, all of the guys who look like ZZ Top <laughs> security was guards. Was she white? Yeah, she was. Oh, a, she her was like Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh yeah, yeah, if you're a white lady and you yeah. and you get killed, <laughs> you're doing some crazy. You did shit. something. <laughs> you did some crazy confidence. I mean, shit. if we're wrong, I'm yeah. sorry, but. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if there's a lot of sympathy for her to be completely honest with you. She was doing some crazy shit. She was storming the Capitol. She wasn't there to oh, like. Right. Yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. there to try to stop them. <laughs> like she was on the you know. Yeah. The bad side, depending on you know where your political beliefs are at. We're not going to tell you what to choose. Yeah. That's not this show. Uh, you choose. You choose to believe what you what you want. Yeah. I choose to believe um, that. Uh, you know, I'm going to start choosing to believe because we can we can choose to believe whatever we want to believe and. Um, I can choose to believe that I am like the fucking hottest woman in the world. Uh, and that is what we should all do. Yeah. Th- we were talking, I don't know. Did, did any of the metaverse stuff get on, on the first recording? I think it did. No. Yeah. We came back on, on immediately talking about metaverse. That's what people are. That's the, the, op- the opiate that they're going to be essentially doling out is the idea that, you know, when you put on the, the, the you know TikTok filter and you look way hotter. Like mm-hmm. actually, you actually look about two or three percent hotter. They have this like thing that they do. What if I can give you glasses and when you put them on, they make you two percent hotter when you look at yourself in the mirror, right? And so that's kind of a cool thing. And then not only that, but they make everybody else look two percent hotter. And you know what? Maybe it'll make your boobs look big enough to where you don't want the augmentation because those filters are not. That like crazy, like we're not that far off from that right now when you just hold the phone up and you're a dog or whatever you want to yeah. be. So that's where the metaverse stuff is eventually going. Well, but could you make yourself look hotter to other people? I think so. I think if you choose to opt into it, I think that there's going to be a lot of those questions that, that will eventually be answered. You'll, they, you know, that's people will put those things on and make their homes seem like they're better than they are as well. It, it's a lot of like wow. the philosophical shit that they, you know. What is actually great about that yeah. is if you can, if everyone can make their home themselves, whatever, look however they want, mm-hmm. then all that's going to matter yeah. is what's in inside. By the way, this is going to be awesome for married couples. You guys are just going to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm looking at somebody else today while I'm fucking you. And she's looking at somebody else while she's fucking. And yeah. it's just, you're, it's great. You have a bigger dick if you want to have a bigger dick. You have, you yeah. have your body, have whatever... Pretend, I mean, this would be the sweetest version of it is like pretend you're fucking the version of me that you first met. You know? Sure, sure. Like, like make it the younger version of me, unless you met me when I'm five. Although, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is the next step after child sex dolls. Is that, yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Fuck me as a child. I'm going to lay down the law with my significant other and let them know listen, I will not fuck anybody in the regular verse. The metaverse, it's off limits. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't rule me over the metaverse. <laughs> that is not at all you know, I it's think, not it's not I, the I law think of the that's earth. That's fair because that's like telling, you know, them that they can't watch porn. Yeah. You know? I'm opening up my that the problem is is there are these like boundaries that we don't even know that we're supposed to draw. <laughs> and yeah. then and the next thing you know, you're deep in them. And you don't even know like what what is did I just violate some kind of a boundary? We didn't know better. I wish I could go back that, in time. That's, that's what men say when they cheat. I didn't know. And then next thing I knew, I was deep in them. I don't know. Like, wow, you know, look, we didn't, we never specified. It was, it's complicated. This is why I always try to get every relationship started with a contract written, formal, 11 pages, nothing okay. too long. 
We actually did this. This is a good sort of. I mean, like it was more of a verbal contract. This is a great. This is a this is a mature thing to do. Have we talked about that? That that's no. like how my Perfect. relationship started. If you're comfortable talking about it, absolutely. So when my relationship started, it like you know it started out like I I fucked him within probably an hour of meeting him. Mm -hmm. Um, it was not intended to be a relationship. Sure. Um, and we you know we had a lot of differences. He was polyamorous um, in all of his relationships before me or like for the last, you know, however many years. And uh, I've never been that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we just, you know, we had a lot of differences, but we ended up just liking each other so much and eventually loving each other so much that we were like, well, we have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. We have to figure out a way to do this. And at first I, I was like, well, maybe it's just like, this like maybe it'll be like this exciting relationship in the beginning and then it'll fizzle out and then because i i was saying before i met him i was talking to a friend and i was saying wouldn't it be great if you basically made a deal with somebody okay we're gonna have a two-month relationship and then walk away yeah no like no hard feelings terms no, like <laughs> it just we we're gonna have the fun part of the yeah. relationship we're just gonna these two months so basically, because it was right at the start of the pandemic, mm -hmm. our relationship, mm -hmm. when we met, we were like, and obviously we did not know how long it was going to go, mm -hmm. but we we're like, all right, we're pandemic boyfriend and girlfriend, essentially. Yeah. Because also, who else are we going to go fuck? Because let's let's set the term for <laughs> like, with a clear end date. You know, <laughs> but but because I and so we were like, we basically set terms where we were like, we're going to be monogamous for two months. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we renegotiate the contract sure. in two months. A couple of goats change hands. I'm familiar with this. I do think like <laughs> I do think that like a relationship should be that way. It should be a constant contract that's being renegotiated. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with it. And you're right. You're a thousand you're a thousand percent because right. you're constantly choosing to be together mm -hmm. and you're constantly choosing the terms of your own relationship because your relationship can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're constantly um, choosing what you want and, and you're constantly choosing each other. It doesn't sound romantic, but it is because I think we have this thing where we're like forever, you know, we're like, we're going to be together forever. We get married. We're together. This is a contract saying we're together till we fucking die. Yeah. You know, why? Why not have it be like, all right, we're together for the next two months. And it's just so. And then yeah. we decide whether you're we want to be agent. together for another two months. <laughs> then your contract Much is more up. romantic than being like, well, I guess I'm stuck with them forever because oh. I said five years ago that I would be. Okay. And yeah. We got it. I got it. Okay. So it's a website. This is my, it's almost like a. I, where we write these terms for relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Then when the contract expires, other people have the opportunity to purchase in on the contract. So <laughs> what, what do you mean? Almost like a professional, like almost imagine like a professional athlete where it's like, look, one, he plays for the team for this season, but then ah. his contract is up for negotiation. He so can go. Like someone can come in. Someone can come in. More. Someone can come in and You're go, like, listen, here's what I have done. Here's what I'm bringing to the table. I'll buy this contract out $500. <laughs> then people start to get relationship <laughs> agents. Yeah. We're like, look, here's what she's bringing to the table. <laughs> 
she's got D's. You, what, what do you have? Are you gonna, you gonna maybe upgrade to I, some D's for uh, them? You know, you have no idea how much better my life would be if I could, if I could have a relationship agent, <laughs> somebody come in and just, just do the fucking straight talking for me. You know, it's like I can't, I can't speak that way about myself, but an agent could do it for me. I right. like this. Okay, cool. I'll get working on this right now. This is, goes along with our travel size. I mean, <laughs> Pedophile companion. It's it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting. That's that's where it gets interesting for me because I go like I'm with you 100. The most mature thing you can do is go. Here's what I here's what I know I need. Here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. You're also, it to keeps this? people from getting complacent. <sighs> yeah. Because, it, like, and I feel like honestly, and I think men are gonna are gonna be all in on this, but yeah. I think who it would end up working out for is women. Meaning that eventually... In a heterosexual relationship. You know what's going to happen is the 1% is going to control more of the world. Is you're just going to be richer dudes just getting out there, buying <laughs> contracts. like, And then we're going to lose all of our girlfriends to Jeff <laughs> but, Bezos. No but, no, but here's the thing. like, it, it would be a reminder every so often yeah. of how many choices your girlfriend has. Contract is about to expire, yeah. And I, how I, many choices you probably don't. Sure, sure. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Here's here's what I've come to learn in my as I grow older. I think there's always that like chicks can have way better choices, but you realize like not men have just as many choices because as you get older, those as you get older, those yeah, standards really start to drop. That's true. I used to feel insecure God, about being a young about being a small a shorter guy, but I'm realizing like no, I'm getting, you're not even that short though. Yeah, but I would I was insecure about it when I was younger, yeah. but now I'm realizing like no 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 only 25 year old super hot chicks care. <laughs> Everybody yeah. else is like yo I gotta fucking figure my I gotta eat too you know. No, <laughs> like, well now it's a thing it's the short kings. Oh yeah, short kings are a thing. Absolutely yeah yeah that's because women it's like women uh, there is not enough tall guys it's a very scarce currency yeah. you know so thick queens short kings yeah they're out there now they're they're killing it but we all look we all know what we want it's just you know well, are you gonna and, get and it you're right it's 25 year old girls and and for women i think we had that moment too of like in high school guys were that like every guy didn't matter how ugly the guy was he was like I deserve the hottest chick yeah, yeah. in the school, yeah. you know? And so, like, every girl who was even just, like, kind of decent looking mm. or, like, kind of pretty, like, whatever, if they weren't, like, the hottest chick in school, they were like, I'm ugly and nobody wants me because, like, dudes were just stupid. And, like, they 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 were dumb. <laughs> they were just, like, only... Only like fucking big tits, big ass, small waist, like yeah. blonde hair for me. Like that's, uh, you know, and maybe that was just where I grew up in Orange County. But <laughs> yeah, that's uh, definitely Orange County. But it, it, there is, there was always a, like a super hot group of people in high school. Yeah. Um, and I, I think was not of the mindset of like the hottest chick for me. I was very clear <laughs> very early and often, like you're getting whatever, whatever you can find here. Like, but guys who have that mindset aren't, aren't, aren't the ones going out and asking girls out. Not even close. So that's the issue is like the guys who have the confidence, whether they're hot or ugly. Yeah. The guys who have the confidence to ask a woman out are also the guys who have this delusion that they deserve the hottest chick. Those dudes are so fucking cool. Uh, well, I mean. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. They now they work at State Farm. And by the way, they're crushing it at State Farm. <laughs> 
They're not, I, they're, they're I not have a specific guy in mind yeah. from high school that now works at State Farm. I guarantee you that the data shows that this guy's crushing it at State Farm. I'm sure he he's is. He's fucking closing and I'm left sure and he's right. Very happy. Life insurance, cat auto, home. He's bundling <laughs> him up. He's fucking crushing, dude. These guys rock, man. He's charming all the old ladies into, into, into signing the thing. That's, yeah. that's you know, kind of good for him. I wish uh, I would have done it. But I, but I do think that, like, girls after after they graduate high school they start to realize that like because all those guys they come crawling into your dms mm-hmm. or when you you know when you're like 23 24 yeah, yeah and you're like oh here you are because they realize that uh you know those girls don't want them <laughs> no those girls have all found the internet themselves and they also realized i'm funny yeah and, and they, they've changed their values <laughs> But I don't. I don't think. I honestly, well, no high school guy was saying that this girl. Well, I mean, I guess it did matter. But I would say that as you got older, uh, or as I got older, for me, that was something that definitely became obviously more like appealing. You start to realize if I'm gonna be around someone Somebody all the time, time, it's a big then deal. Then, like, I want them to be like my yeah. best friend. You yeah. know, like I want someone who's not gonna bore me or mute, gonna... completely mute. Like if, if they have no <laughs> voice. That would be awesome. That would be also awesome. I think there are some men that, uh, and women probably. Yeah, no, I know. All, both, I know a lot both of directions women is what I'm talking about. Who, Those dudes who go wild, who and, really just need a wall, like really just need a person that they can project. Yeah, everything they want to. Who will just like listen to them talk to themselves for hours and hours and hours. I have dated these women and fuck them. Yeah, I have dated. I have. I have found myself with these women before because. Whatever, maybe I think maybe my honestly, my mom might be like that. And there's like some of that, you know, that sort of like that talk slot or is the wall the 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 talk slot? Okay, yeah. Um, I would be the wall. the wall. Yeah, I would be the wall. No, yeah, I'm yeah. for sure the wall. Yeah. Also. So I think you kind of <laughs> you you sort of like <laughs> he's laughing because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the fucking wall. As you as you as you become a wall long enough, you start looking for other people to throw shit at you. Whereas you know sometimes you don't re- sometimes you're okay with it. Uh, but yeah. I, I, in those relationships, was not okay with it. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not actually you, a wall. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, I do think that uh, my boyfriend would be just as happy with a wall. <laughs> that talks back. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, why are we scared of these technological advances that are going to do this? Like, I, I'm telling you, Alexa will eventually get to a place where she can have a legitimately decent conversation. Oh yeah, and you just that'll be that. You you talk to that person, and that's and by the way, maybe you don't talk to that person. Maybe you talk to a, a cat in you know Syria or whatever. Like yeah. in your in your metaverse is going on. Well, some people do talk to their pets. Yeah, like they're humans. Support. I people are. I'm. I actually really kind of think it's inhumane to own an animal on any level. <laughs> I really do. I mean. <laughs> On any level, I mean, look, I I understand people go like, yeah, sure, it's better to own a dog than it is to like let the dog die in a kennel. I hear you on that one, or whatever. Yeah, if you want to adopt and do all that. Uh, Well, I think that through generations and generations and generations, dogs and cats are so domesticated that like they're not going to survive. Yeah, out on their own. I hear you. We've created a problem as a society. Yeah. Because I mean, like dogs and cats, it's the same with uh, the, it's the same as like the older generations complaining about younger generations. Like we've made them soft. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogs and cats are fucking soft now. They're dude. so fucking soft. They're so sheltered. People, you got to cut off their balls if they're yeah. got. It's like, what are we doing here? Wolves folks? are looking at them like, 
back in my day. <laughs> take any of this shit. Yeah, absolutely. I You can't bully them anymore, you know. People will like break people will fuck your shit up over them. And I, look, I like it. Don't get me wrong. Who doesn't love a dog? They're awesome to look at. Oh, they're and adorable. Pet and they're fun to play with. I fucking love dogs. I'm just saying the part where it's like, listen, if you don't get rid of this dog's balls, uh, you can't, it won't actually work as a pet. And you're like, all right, this seems like that's, a, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. It seems kind of weird. It's like, all right, have you even tried like mention, like talking to him about that. Like, I feel like if I was a dog and I knew that those were the options, I could get my shit together a, l- a little bit. Yeah. If I <laughs> well, why don't, and and the fact that they don't do it the same as they do it, because I I'd assume that you can do it the same way you do it with humans, like because they don't chop humans' balls off when they're you know being just wild, yeah, making them uh, uh, infertile, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't just chop your balls off. They go in and do a very delicate procedure. They Why do don't dogs thing. deserve that? They're like, nah, it's a dog. We'll just chop their balls off. Yeah, we'll give them two kind of like funny. If we're prosthetic. gonna treat them like humans, go all the way. Yeah. You know, give them the same treatment yeah i don't know and if you're gonna if you're gonna give them prosthetic balls give them fake tits too <laughs> do they give them prosthetic balls they do they give dogs Dude, dog with fake tits is so funny <laughs> it's like eight fake tits yeah i think uh wow yeah it's not it's not the it's not the worst idea we've had on this podcast so far truly no <laughs> no um it's gonna happen one day people are gonna you know want their dogs to be as hot as possible yeah i just i i look i get it i love a dog i really do i could never like put that onto something else <laughs> i could never put this me onto a, this thing or even just like i don't know i think some people have a they find a purpose and i get the part where you're like i'm gonna train my kids that things die yeah which listen that's that's something i hear yeah. you on that it's a tool now it's more of a tool than it is yeah it really is it really is cruel to unload everything um as a human onto an animal or a child. Yeah. So like, yeah, having children for the sake of having a purpose in life is unfair, really. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like we really like put too much pressure and same with a dog, you know, like really the best we can do is find an adult human to do that to. And that's where we have our partners. (laughs) Exactly. We pick an adult human to dump all our shit onto. Without a doubt. And in turn, they dump all their shit on us. Or there's a, a, a different arrangement. Like you dump your shit on them. They do HVAC work for you. <laughs> yeah. They can fix your car or so. You know what I mean? Like there's gotta be some, some trade there, you know? Yeah. Wait, you're saying you dump all their shit on them and they also do something for you. Yeah. <laughs> like no dumping way. your well, shit on them is doing them a favor. <laughs> that's actually a good point. You're right. I guess you're, I can't, this is what I've worked You dump way. all your shit on them. In turn, you're hot or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, you're like, right. You're right. Yeah, that's right. In okay. turn, you're, I like that idea better. You know, in turn, you're rich. In turn, you're, yeah, I like that idea more. Uh, <laughs> but I think a lot of people do have the other way around. They're like, I'm going to dump all my shit on you and uh, you're lucky for it. Also, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you have to fuck me every day, be hot and rich. Yeah. it's it, Relationships are very challenging and yeah. they're pretty much the hardest thing on the planet and there's never... They're also, I think, very fulfilling. Like, uh, can be. Can, can be. be. Yeah. Because I think, in general, what... And maybe I'm off on this, but for me, like, I'm the most happy when I have the most connection, mm-hmm. true connection, not mm-hmm. just like, uh, you know, 
conversations with people or, or fret like a lot of friends or like whatever but true connection like and people that I can talk to and feel like I'm being understood and you know all of that and I think that that's truly what it's for and that's why it's worth dealing or maybe it's not I don't know yeah. but I think it for me it's worth dealing with all the other shit yeah because um if you find someone who you're truly like connected with you uh feel a lot less emptiness <laughs> i love that but you were just saying like some really like beautiful things about relationships and you were like maybe it's worth it maybe it's not and as soon as you said maybe it's not your boyfriend sat down by like i could see him like get into the room like she, she said like she was going on for five minutes about how the beauty of relationships and the one part where she said it might not be beautiful like he just sat he, that was right when he got in here it was just perfect <laughs> Uh, uh, our, our, our relationship is, is beautiful. Um, but yeah, you know, it, 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 it's always, it's always going to be complicated when you put two people together. I have an incredibly difficult time with relationships because I was, uh, you know, relationships are, are also about your culture and my culture does not necessarily have, uh, a real sophisticated understanding of relationships, nor do they give them any credence and it's so it's very challenging. I'm when, gonna show how dumb I am and culturally like not educated. Like, is it an arranged marriage thing? Kind of it. it. I would say it's about a 75 percent arranged marriage, 25 percent choice. Like, nobody just like. I mean, and sometimes it happens, but rarely, at least in my parents' generation, was it like, "Hey, we met at a coffee shop." It was mainly like. I like her parents and your and your their parents were like are they should meet each other and see if they like each other. Do your parents do that? Like, do they try and set you up with people? I they used to. I was. I mean, I'm I'm a hot commodity to that to their friends and fam because it's like this is a citizenship we're talking about, folks. Like <laughs> this guy, I could fuck that. You but can't die again. No. We're we're gonna wrap it up anyway. So let's let's. I mean, right? We're at the point now. is, Ramsey yeah. could have the most beautiful woman in the land uh, of a Palestine, of Palestine. Jo- uh, Jordan, some parts of Syria, <laughs> Lebanon. I, I'm a, I'm in some tough competition. Lebanese dudes can speak French and shit, and yeah, they're kind of cool over there. But there's a lot of like, uh, uh, there's definitely a lot of attempts. But I just sincerely do not think. Well. My parents are now just like, just get married, please. But to anybody, anything, and anybody, anything, anything. <laughs> traveling, sex, child, doll, whatever you want to do, just do something. But that's just not something I'm particularly interested in. It seems like a crazy, you know, uh, concept to me. Which yeah. obviously, I mean, it's almost like hacky to say. Like, right? No, I mean, we already talked about this. This yeah. is forever contract. It's it's uh, a big commitment. Yeah, insane. Yeah. yeah. So, well. uh yeah, I'm sorry about all the technical difficulties <laughs> that we've experienced during this podcast, but I think it's added to it. I kind of think so too. I think it's this added will be a to wild the, episode. The ambiance. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there was probably a lighting change during it because, because it, it got went dark. from light <laughs> to dark. dark. I was gonna say turn it, a light on in the here. The sun has gone down during this conversation. It got real purple for a minute. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> it did. It's cool. It feels like we're in like a nightclub. It does feel uh, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, and uh, this has been uh, Nicole Buchanan and producer Ram Dog. Producer Ram Dog on here. episode three of Everything Hurts, and uh, we're out. Pew. All right. What a, what a hilariously <laughs> up chaotic. Let's um. Is the camera still on?
It rolled. It ended at the last three minutes. It actually kind of just gave us a reason to get out. So yeah. When that happens, I'll just like flip like the graphic or whatever and put like a thing on that says like maybe a counter to when the video comes back on or whatever in the middle. So it'll, it won't be a big deal. Yeah. Because people will already be in on the video and they'll have missed only so so little of the video. Yeah. Um. So that'll be fine. Um. Awesome. You want to take a quick a break or something?